Welcome to Adulting 101 with your host, Melissa White. As adults, we struggle with savings, investments, networking, parenting, personal branding, and the list goes on. Join Melissa as she seeks the answers to your adulting questions. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Adulting 101. On this episode, I have Kenisha Mays from Thriving Dollars and we will be discussing holiday spending, budgeting, how we are going to let that salary in December stretch for the three months in January and a bunch of good stuff. So I hope you enjoy. All right. Hi, Kenisha. How are you doing? Hi, Melissa. I'm great. Thank you for having me on again. You are most welcome. Like our episode was like my number one episode. So I I had to do it again. I'm ready yes. and I'm sure the people are too yes um I had I your um money meetup was really good I don't know why I never come to the other ones um but for the new year I am definitely going to be coming because it was Thank it you. was yeah it was it was really good it was really good and I enjoyed it Thank you so much. The series has been so successful this year I don't know what I was expecting but mm-hmm. it truly exceeded everything that I had expected. Okay. So from the time that we first spoke till now, like what's been going on with you? I know you were on the journey to launch podcast. I listened to that. Um, cause those are one of, that's one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, that was, that must have been like an amazing experience. What was that like? It was so cool. Like I was just randomly home one day and I got this email like, Hey, uh, we want you to be a guest on the podcast. And I did a double take, like, (laughs) okay they're joking <laughs> but then i send the, i just send the response like they got the wrong person but i'm just gonna follow through with this until <laughs> they realize what's wrong right then it turned out to be such a great episode and then i met um jamila in person at fincon so i was in dc recently mm-hmm. for the fincon expo and we met up in person. We had such a great conversation. Yeah. And she's also Jamaican. So that just made a connection even more special. Right. But it was truly overall just an amazing experience. Right. I, I can just imagine. Um, so and then what else have you been up to? Um, a lot of traveling for to close out the year has just been a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, so September through to November, parts of November, I wasn't here. Right. Um, so after I went to DC for the FinCon Expo, I did some other traveling because as you know, I do the money meetup series here in Jamaica Mm -hmm. while I was there. And from the conversations I had with people that I met at FinCon, I was just thinking like, what is, what would this look like if I did a version of it overseas where are pockets of Jamaicans and basically use the series as an avenue to build a bridge to connect them with the financial markets back home. Mm-hmm. So I did some extensive traveling, a lot of meetings, um, just trying to see what that would look like. Mm-hmm. And some things have been fruitful so far. Right. Other things are a work in progress, but I have some international collaborations that are coming at the top of next year and some throughout the year. Some nice. Throughout the year as well. But yeah, it was just like, it's just been a lot of traveling and just building out what I think is the next level for Thriving Dollars and events that Thriving Dollars will be putting on. Nice. I can't wait to see what you're up to. Can't wait. (laughs) 
It's right. a lot. <laughs> All right. So let's just jump into this episode and the meat of the matter. So we are in December, um, which yes. pretty much means the holiday period, um, Christmas, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's just and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw Valentine's Day in there so because yeah, you know it it's <laughs> right it's right behind you know so right, and you know January itself is already already like three months long so I, I know right <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy that you said that um, because that was one thing I definitely wanted to touch on um, you know the, how are how are people going to really stretch that December salary because for example. I get paid on December 13th. No. <laughs> no. Ooh. Okay. Hey. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get paid on December 13th. I'm not going to have to carry me all the way through the end of January. The right? end of January. So please, oh, if you could kind of, you know, go into that magical finance brain of yours and tell me how, how are we manage? Um, wow, Melissa, you really have your work cut out for you, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the good news, though, is that for most people, the majority of people, they get bonuses. Mm-hmm. So their December income, they might get it earlier and it might need to last longer. But truth and in fact is you're typically getting more. Right. So if you're using your income in the same way that you normally would, not the bonus, just your income, if you're using your income in the same way that you normally would, which is... Take care of you first. Like I always say, you have to take out a portion for yourself. This is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay the people next who will come and find you. Right. right? So all <laughs> the people who you don't want JPS, you don't want to see the, 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 the truck pull up. These men getting out because you know that light is it's good. It's, it's about to be a very dark December if they do. Right. Right. Um, so you need to pay the people who are going to be looking for you. And then essentially you want to ensure that you're covering the other important stuff. So you need to be taking care of your transportation and your groceries. No, with the rest of it, I, this is where you take care of the other people. This is where you go into the, it's nice to do, but you don't need to do it. It's nice to have, but you don't need to have it. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is where you're taking care of your gifts for everybody. Um, and you know, those, the, those other things, right. right. Those other things that, you typically want to do for people during Christmas, but you have to ensure that the priorities are met first and mm-hmm. foremost, mm-hmm. right? And that should bring you, like, using your salary how you normally would use it, right. that should put you in a comfortable position. So then we have the bonus. Right. I believe from the bonus, you need to take out at least 30 to 40%. This is, again, your money to kickstart those financial resolutions that you have for the new year. You're using a part of this money to kickstart that. It's not just for spending, right? Then you absolutely need to use a part of that money for leisure. You've worked hard all year. You need some downtime. Mm -hmm. You need to go be irresponsible and drunk at somebody's party at least one i believe it i believe in it i don't believe in deprivation that's just not in my financial toolkit right right there's certain things that you should absolutely wait you know you should wait to have it but no really means not yet you know right just take some time to have fun let your hair down and if you want to do other nice things for other nice people then sure but for that bonus money, I definitely think you need to be using it to kickstart your new year financial resolutions and taking care of yourself in terms of just having some downtime and some fun. 
okay whatever fun looks like for you yeah so if it's not partying whether it's you know right. taking in an extra movie i don't know exactly. buying an extra book <laughs> You know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Going yeah. to the cafes, doing something that just feels special <clears throat> to you. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, how do you? Alright, so after, so I take all the thirty to forty, you know, and put that down. Um, so you're seeing that the rest of that I can just gallivant and do what I yeah, want to do. You okay. Do, you can do stuff. For, I definitely think the holiday season, like we tend to think about what we're going to be getting so forth and so forth. But, you know, use that money to spread some joy to someone else to who might not be as fortunate. Right. And the rest of it, I just think you should be taking care of the people around you. Like use that. So I'm not big on buying like toys and stuff for children mm -hmm. because you definitely outgrow that. But what I do do for every child in my family is I open a stock market account for them. Nice. Right. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's something that you could consider, consider doing for the children in your family this year. So help them to jumpstart their future. Like one of the things that bothers me about my family is the fact that we've consistently had to always start over. Mm hmm. So every new generation is starting from the beginning, like we're starting from scratch all over again. And so I just made a decision that I don't want the children that follow me to have that same experience. So everybody that comes after me, by the time they get to 18, they have some funds where it should be enough to maybe do a year or two of university. It may be to buy a small car, start a small business. Right. Um, do something, find an apartment, travel, you know, just money to, to just to have an, just, just to have a head start in life. So maybe that's something that you could consider doing for the children in your family where you're using a part of that <coughs> to jumpstart their financial futures. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. So, um, you know, we're talking about gifts, you know, just now, and we're talking about, you know, parties and letting your hair down. Um, how can we prevent ourselves from going into debt? You know, because we, we have those plastics, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> we have that plastic and we're saying, oh, well, you know, it's December and I had a rough year and, you know, all right, fine. I take out the balance of, I take out some of the, the bonus, but this is what I have left, but I also have this plastic. So how can we prevent, you know, um, ourselves from going into debt? during this time well first and foremost do not use the plastic mm. <laughs> it starts there right right um so when we have emotions like that attached to money it's because there's a lot of deprivation that's happening mm -hmm. right you deny yourself so much throughout the year and what that culminates in is that you just have a moment where you break and you need everything all at once. Right. And I know because I've actually done it before. So it's not it's not as productive as we'd like to think it is like, oh, just deny yourself this and pretty much every all the pleasures that you want to enjoy. Just deny yourself all of it instead of putting systems and structures in place for you to get there and to enjoy them responsibly. You just, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm -hmm. Then you have a moment where you might have a bad week at work or a bad month or your boss yelled at you and you just go ham. Like this is the point where you're just, I deserve. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I deserve. And you completely break down and that tends to just wreak havoc on your finances. Yeah. So what you want to do is to not be depriving yourself so much. Like if you want, like I believe in things that are nice and that are not necessarily cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. I am a Kate Spade, a 
Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I love Kate Spade. I do enjoy Tory Burch. Mm-hmm. I will be buying Kate Spade and I will keep buying Tory Burch. What? Just right. happens, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy them, but what happens is that I'll put money down for the entire year. So when I leave, when I travel, this is my time to just be gallivanting in Kate Spade. Right. And gallivanting in Tory Burch because... I've been preparing for this all year. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny myself something that I genuinely do want and will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll just put the system in place to make sure that I can have it responsibly without it affecting anything else. Right. Right. So, like I said, when you have those emotions that are tied to your finances, it's typically because there's just a lot of deprivation that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how you avoid it, essentially, a big part of it is just not to be depriving yourself. It's just it's to tell yourself that it's it's not a no, it's just not yet. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And how do I actually get there? Well, this is what I can do. This Kate's payback is going to cost me X amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm planning to leave by, let's say, September. Mm-hmm. So this is what I need to be doing between now and then to ensure that I can get these two Kate's paybacks that I've been had my eyes on. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Yeah. Right? So you have to be you have to be mindful of the system that you're putting in place. As it relates to the spending from your credit card, though, that's where it gets tricky, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. You do not feel, and there has been research that has been done about this. So when you give someone your plastic, mm-hmm. it can even be your debit card. When you have to, when you give someone plastic credit or a debit card, what happens is that it doesn't feel like real money. Mm-hmm. And so you tend to spend more. Right. Versus if you have to go into your purse or your wallet and you have to take out the actual bills, like you have to see them. Yeah your wallet you have to see yourself giving them to a person and you know how sometimes you just hand over like whatever the bill amount is like five hundred dollars a thousand dollars you give them the money Mm -hmm. and they're holding on to it but you're still holding on to it like (laughs) (laughs) oh no exactly (laughs) you genuinely have that emotion you don't feel that way when you're using your plastic yeah right because it doesn't feel like real money and then at the end of it, you get the bill and you're like, whoa, she was doing <laughs> a lot. He was doing a lot. Yeah. Right. So typically during the holiday season, you want to spend, you want to use as little plastic as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Just try to avoid it altogether because it's just a way for you to overspend. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that is so true. Like, you know, you use the credit card and you know it's not something you have to pay right now exactly so you you just you just use it more versus like you use the cash and you're like all right i have two thousand dollars in my wallet like hold this good you understand so it's like yeah that that's and typically just don't buy not what you can't afford to like (laughs) that's also a big thing like if you can't afford it and you haven't put a system in place to afford it leave it alone It's, it's not for you right now yeah um so you made mention of you know some systems so for this holiday season, um, what are some systems we can use to kind of help us curb that spending? All right. So remember how I said you need to be taking a, taking a portion of that bonus to just jumpstart your right. financial resolution. Right. Like that's a big part of it, right? So for example, your resolution might be like, or stock market is booming mm-hmm. right now. Well, it's been booming for a few years, but a lot of people have been hip to it for the past few months right um but 
you're like, geez, I really want to get into the stock thing. Like, I don't understand what it is, but I really want to get into it. Start with the bare minimum. You need to open a brokerage account. How much do you need to open a brokerage account? Mm-hmm. And we're from zero to 500,000 Jamaican dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Spaces in between that 10,000, 25,000, depending on your broker. Right. So right. use a part of that bonus money to jumpstart this thing that you say you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's that you are, you have a lot of debt and you want to clear that up. Now, if you're not thinking about consolidating your loans, which is basically where you take all these loans that you have from all these different financial institutions, you go to one and you're like, give me money to pay all of these people back. And I have only one monthly payment for you. So when you consolidate a loan, it tends to it tends to reduce your monthly burden. No, it might make your loan, t- your loan, t- you're not might. your loan term is definitely going to be longer. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's a way for you to free up your cash flow, especially if you tend to be strapped for cash because you have all of these loan payments. And at the end of it, like I remember I had a call with this lady once and <coughs> when all her loan obligations were met, she had $1,200 to go through the month with. And I was like, this is impossible. Like no one in Jamaica can live on $1,200 per month. Wow. Exactly. And so I had offered her the suggestion. I'm like, you need to consolidate. And during, during, um, during that consolidation, allowed her to free up an extra 25,000, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which was enough to, you know, to at least give her room to breathe. <laughs> right, right. Right. So if you're not going to be consolidating, then you definitely have to be thinking about, all right, so I need to be, so we have this technique that's called a debt snowball. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind it is that you start with an amount, mm-hmm. right? So let's say you have three, three debt totals. You have, you can do this in, in different ways too. Let's say you have three debt totals where one of them is 1500, one of them is a thousand, one of them is 500, mm-hmm. right? So if you're focusing strictly on the dollar amount, what tends to happen is that you will have whatever your start, starting amount is. So from that bonus, you're going to figure out your starting amount. This is how much I need to start this snowball technique, right? right. No, you're supposed to be maintaining a minimum payment on each of these three, um, these three loan balances. So let's say one of them is $25, one of them is $50, one of them is $75. So you still have to be maintaining the minimum. Right. But what you will do is that... After you paid, yeah, and remember, this is separate and apart from the starting amount. This is just what you should be paying towards the loan mm-hmm. as the minimum payment, right? So now you figure out what the starting amount is that you're going to use. So let's say you decide to use 500. So you have a debt that's $500. Your minimum payment on that is $25. So you're now left with 475 You take that entire 500 you throw it on it right mm-hmm. so now you've cleared up one debt mm-hmm. so the minimum payment that you would have had from the smaller debt which is 25 dollars, right you're moving that minimum payment into the second debt so the second debt which was the minimum payment is 50 it's now becoming 75 where well, you're actually paying 75 because you're taking the 25 from the smaller debt plus the 50 that you'd normally be paying to that middle debt mm-hmm. right and you basically use this technique to continue to snowball okay. so You've had this one five hundred dollars. You basically zeroed debt number one. Mm-hmm. Moving into debt number two, which is now a thousand, you're taking that same five hundred. You also apply it. No, it's not zeroed, but it's halfway there. Right. Right. Now, once you cleared it, the minimum balance that you'd be paying on debt number one and debt number two, you take that. You roll both of those into debt number three. Mm-hmm. Right. So debt number one twenty five dollars. Debt number two fifty. 
So you're taking that 75, you're adding it to debt number three, 75. So now you're paying 150 per month in terms of minimum payments right. instead of just 75. So that's the technique behind it. So this is something that you can research further, but the idea is that you want to take a portion of your a portion of your bonuses to basically jumpstart your debt snowball. Okay. Okay. Um, so what are your plans for Christmas? <laughs> I, um, oh. I, I am doing nothing but showing up to people's homes for free food. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. Oh, gosh. Um, That's all. <laughs> I'm not even offering to wash a place. <laughs> so, um, before when we we're talking about gifts um you had mentioned you know opening stock accounts for you know the kids etc what are some other gift ideas you think people could use instead of you know not necessarily going out and spending this bag of money like some other gift ideas that they could do hmm so i think so I think spending money is inevitable, but spending large portions of it mm -hmm. is, is where you don't have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what I would suggest is maybe have a potluck or a games night or do something where you can bring people together to enjoy each other's company right. more so than what you have purchased or, you know, yeah, just yeah, do something where you can actually bring people together to enjoy each other's company. So a uh, potluck, I'm bringing this, you're bringing that, bring your own bottle, bring your own wine, a games night. Um, everybody's contributing their individual games. Everybody breaks out into their own sections mm -hmm. and they just go ahead and, you know, enjoy a great time. And these are things that you'll remember, right? Right. Like, as, as adults, we love anything that's a lot of laughter and a lot of wine. Yes. Right? So bring people together where there's wine involved. and some Or laughter. rum. Or rum. Or rum. <laughs> so, you know, shiny bougie, but <laughs> Just bring people together where they can have a great time in each other's company. Mm -hmm. And you completely forget about gifts. Right. Right. So that's, that, that's definitely one way for you to do it. Just try to enjoy company more so than... And gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And um since we're on a topic of gifts, right? Do you so you know you have Black Friday and all these sales and etc. When would you suggest is the best time to buy gifts? Because I'm sure waiting until last minute is not good because then you're going to buy anything that you see and it might be a lot of money. Right? Yeah. So when yeah. would you suggest do you think that we really get value on these sale items like Cyber Monday and Black Friday? Is would that be a good time to buy a gift or when or when would it be? Well, you know what? They actually are. Like I've seen some really, really, really good deals. Mm -hmm. But the thing the idea is that you don't want to just be buying stuff because you you think it's a great deal. It had to be things that you would have wanted to be buying anyways, but you're just waiting to get a better price. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, so for example, this thing called an Instapot or instant pot is now all the craze and right. all the wave. Right. And i I know they're typically like hundred and fifty to two hundred US dollars. Mm -hmm. And I seen some on cyber monday yesterday and they're for 65 right no had i not been who i am because everybody's raving about this i'm like oh 65 dollars mm -hmm. i should get one but i'm not in the market for <laughs> an instant but i didn't right. know what it was for youtube a few weeks ago right so right I, I have bought it but if it's something that you were in the market for 
obviously there's a big difference between 150 or 200 dollars versus 65 or 70 mm-hmm. right so you do get some really good deals on um cyber monday and black friday especially for people who run businesses online you tend to get like a lot of um promotions in terms of sign up on cyber monday you get three months free and then you pay the monthly whatever the fee is right right so there are good deals but in general, outside of these specific, um, these two specific shopping days, you want to avoid shopping in the actual season, mm-hmm. right? Because, so for example, the best time to shop for Christmas stuff is literally after Christmas. The okay. best time for you to shop for summer stuff is after summer. So that's usually what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fall, that's when I travel. That's when I shop because I'm getting all the nice summer things that y'all can't wear because it's cold, but I can't wear because I live in Jamaica. Oh, okay. And I okay. get them for dirt cheap. Okay. So typically the best time for you to shop for gifts are just after the season has ended and they have excess inventory that they need to get rid of to make space for the new the the next new season stuff. exactly oh so basically i have to plan a year in advance pretty much pretty much okay okay i get you but we can't think that far ahead <laughs> no but you're supposed to like this is the thing to as it relates to even toys and stuff mm-hmm. like you get those super cheap after christmas you just need to stock them somewhere stash them somewhere and literally just be giving them out throughout the year yeah just popping up to birthday parties here's a pretty gift that i got for you which is not really it wasn't really for you it was just really cheap so i got it just in case and i'm the person that's getting it like yeah okay okay i do this this is real (laughs) okay i mean yeah that makes sense Hmm. all right so i will so then me so then like after hmm yeah that i i will i will see how true this is so after christmas after christmas i'll i'll look at uh, like something and be like oh she was right (laughs) if you want christmas stuff the best time for you to shop for it is after christmas because they have to get rid of that thing because they can't hold it until literally next year christmas yeah so it would be a good time to buy decorations too that's the perfect this is the perfect time yeah, yeah, yeah. decorations literally yeah. after christmas yeah um so going back to um you know the beginning where we're talking about um you know balancing everything that we're going on so during christmas we have a lot of parties too you know and so you have the parties you have the family gathering you just have a lot of things going yeah. on how if i am somebody who I, i've decided you know all right i really need to take my finances you know seriously and plus i have this little money that's going to have to last me for as i say three months I the three months of january <laughs> yeah i'm stressed <laughs> out so how do we how do we balance you know like like all of those things this is where this beautiful word that's called budgeting Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but y'all don't like the word y'all don't like that b word so i just say your spending plan yes yes <laughs> so this is where your spending plan comes into play right mm-hmm. this is where you're factoring the income that you have received you're also factoring your absolute necessary obligations in terms of what you have to do for yourself what you have to do so these people don't come give you a very dark christmas and new year mm-hmm. and etc etc right now once you've done all of that then 
essentially you have to figure out what you want to do for yourself in terms of, all right, am I going to be partying this season? Am I going to be just be a beach bum? Like, what am I going to be doing? Am I going right. to be potlucks or am I contributing to the big Christmas dinner? Like, what am I going to be doing and what does that look like? What is that going to cost me? Mm-hmm. And because you have to roll two months into essentially one salary, yeah. Then also have to think about what you have coming you at the top of next year so there are certain things that you can pay like after you've got your next salary in january mm-hmm. but let's say you have a bill that's you in the middle of the month in the middle of january or something some subscription something that's being renewed at that time mm-hmm. it's very important for you to factor that into your december paycheck right and you need to just create a spending plan that's in line with this is the money I have this is what my obligations are this is what I would like to do I don't have to do them but I would like to do these right right and just essentially stick to that spending plan like I told my friend I was having a conversation with my friend um, I think earlier today or yesterday mm-hmm. and she has an issue with a spreadsheet that I created for her, um, mm-hmm. a budgeting and cash flow um, worksheet. Mm-hmm. And she essentially told me that this is the first time, today was the first time I looked at it in six months. And I'm like, okay, so what? You looked at it, what is it saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's dismal. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a problem. Like you keep falling off. You right. have to develop some sort of system of accountability to keep you consistent with it like you need to be consistently facing your finances mm-hmm. and once you are in a space of facing your finances every single day every single week every single month then you will feel yourself betraying yourself right. and you will have to do better right. right if you're looking at it every six months then what happens is that you will live in la la land for six months yeah. it's in the back of your mind because these things don't go finances don't just go away right mm-hmm. it's in the back of your mind but you're just numbing it because you keep doing other stuff to just feel busy or whatever mm-hmm. and then when you finally look at when you finally look at it then you have this moment of just pure panic anxiety attack and then you just go back to not looking at it versus gradually working on it gradually working on it you yeah. know, put yourself in a position where it doesn't feel as overwhelming and as stressful, right? Like I understand the purpose of the sheet when I created it is literally so my clients can see what they are doing. I don't want to tell you that you are overspending. I want you to see that you are overspending mm-hmm. because if I can show you that you are, your behavior changes quicker than if I'm forcing it down your throat, like, no, you're overspending. You need to stop. Then you rebel. Right. Versus you looking at it and you be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. All right, can we fix this? Please help. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's, yeah. it's a very different conversation. <laughs> so you want to put yourself in a position where you're consistently facing your finances. So you're not, you're not falling off. Like the spending plan, you have to find a way to stick to it. What I also told her is that you have to develop a system of accountability. And this can look like for you. What it looks like for me is you want to have some people who have a very high um, image of you, a very great perception of you, mm-hmm. and you don't want to ruin that, right? It can't be your close friends because you can completely bullshit them, mm-hmm. or you can like they accept you as you are, as the bum you are, as great as you <laughs> are. They just accept you, like that's what friends do. Yeah, but have some people who they're not your closest friends. You have to like them, though, right? Like you have to actually like the people. Yeah, yeah. Run that you don't like, but <laughs> find some people who you like but they're not your close friends. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is that because you don't want to betray the image of 
you that they have in your mind, it forces you to step your game up. Yeah, they, okay. You don't want to feel like you're betraying them. Or, or letting you, them down. Exactly. So develop systems of accountability to stick to your spending plan. Hmm. Okay. Wow. I have, a, have packed a lot in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about... I just... <laughs> You know, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, when it, it coming on to this time and then, in, and then my birthday is in February. So it just feels like between now and then it just, it's just like a lot, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just a lot, but, um, I definitely have to do, I definitely have to put, um, a good portion aside of that bonus because I am here in my head calculating everything that I'm going to do. <laughs> With that bonus, I'm not even thinking that okay, Melissa, you need to kind of put down a, a, um, a substantial amount or right. you know that 30 to 40% of it. So, come next year, you are not you know in such um, a bad space, yeah, yeah, <sighs> definitely, yeah. Wow, Mr. Salt, <laughs> Melissa, come on, no, we. Uh, this is not a message that we're sending to your listeners i know and i i got this guys i got this i got this i got this <laughs> um so is there anything else you want to add like you know any other advice that you want to give us you know around this this time hmm i i think we covered the major ones in terms of accountability i think a lot of us so accountability comes with a level of vulnerability right mm -hmm. and we tend to when we're when we think about i need help but because a lot of us are so again quote unquote independent right like right. i don't need nobody got this myself <laughs> type thing like it's <laughs> foolishness it's complete rubbish yeah you absolutely need to rely on someone at some point in time mm -hmm. and if you're not then you'll see why you're struggling right so it can be from the point of i just need someone to talk to or it can be from the point of i just i need i need a moment to just like i had a moment like a few maybe like a week or so before I left Jamaica for the two months I was away. Mm -hmm. And I linked up with two of my good girlfriends and we were supposed to be having just that's just a, a meeting an accountability time meeting. And for the whole time I was just like getting stuff off my chest and just crying. Right, right? right. And that was very important for me. Like when we, whenever we met again and we were talking about it, like we understand what the group is for, what our, what our small group is for. But at the end of the day, like we have those moments where we just need to, you know, mm -hmm. decompress, literally decompress. So I want us as we're going into the new year to think about how we can find ways to be vulnerable mm -hmm. as it relates to our finances, mm -hmm. right? I'm not telling you to put your business on social media. <laughs> we do not that. Mine is definitely not out there like that. Yeah. But I want you to figure out how you can be vulnerable. Like, how can you form a core group that will allow you to be vulnerable and then will also hold you accountable? So you don't want to just be vulnerable, balling down the place, then mm -hmm. you and then it's all the time it's just oh i know you're going through a tough time like at some point they're gonna have to look at you look you in the eyes and be like all right so how are you gonna boss up because you keep balling yeah 
up. Like, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. doing this all the time. Like, my fr- I do that for my friends. I'm that way. Like, we're going to talk about this two times. After that, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You're going to come to me and you're going to tell me if we're going to be working towards a solution or if I'm just going to completely be ignoring you. Right. 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 So, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, you want to think about, I just want us to think about how we can be vulnerable and how we can create space to be more open and honest about our finances Mm -hmm. and that will help us to create a community that we need that will help us to be accountable to ourselves Mm -hmm. and also just to have space to to grow because even as it relates to um when we think about finances too we're (laughs) always thinking about budgeting saving investing sometimes increasing your earning potential like i said my two good girlfriends we had brunch a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I shared my income goal for a la- for next year, for 2020. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, so that's per month. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, you are wild. Yeah, yeah. She was like, wait, but why not per month? I'm like, girl, what you mean? What? Who do this? <laughs> yeah. And it was completely ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. Like, it was so absurd. But she created space for me in that moment to even just think about what would that actually look like? Yeah. Possible, yeah. Right. Like how does it force you? How does, does that vulnerability and that accountability force you to level up? So that's something that I just thought was in that moment. I thought she was crazy, but afterwards I'm like, you know what? That was really powerful that she thinks enough of me to have that vision for me. Mm-hmm. And she's holding space for me to see something that isn't, I don't see it yet, but it's yeah. potentially there. Yeah. So yeah, vulnerability. That's what we're going into 2020 with. Um, honesty, mm-hmm. um, community, accountability, definitely that, 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 that's it. Yeah. And, um, I, I think, uh, I think they always say like, if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's terrifying. That's not even scary. I'm like, girl, you are wild. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's, what's next for is thriving dogs is anything happening for the rest of the year or you're just like yo i this is my break time i don't call me i'm relaxing <laughs> yeah there's one more thing happening for um the year mm-hmm. or online course launches in beta um in the middle of this month mm-hmm. um we're starting with our stock market module. We're building the course around that. So we're literally starting in the middle and then we're kind of working backwards and then forward from there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the final thing for this year. Right. Um, we move into 2020, the 2020 series of the money meetup relaunches on, I think it is on January 20th. Timeline. I think it's it's whatever the final Thursday in January is like that's mm-hmm. the thing of crisis. Every other month on the final Thursday, it's typically in Kingston. I'm exploring how we can also make this not just a Kingston thing, but how we can actually travel with the Money Meetup series. So I have a few right. ideas in mind and you know, I'm just currently at this moment exploring some corporate collaborations that can help me to take this throughout the island on and also overseas as well. So that's really what the next level is. We have some events coming out as well in Q1, two major events in Q1 outside of the money meetup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Like I think the next phase of thriving dollars is moving into more of a wider reach. Right. Um, so, you know, I've done the one-on-one stuff. I've done the smaller type of workshop. So, um, the money meetup will continue to be free. Like I just see that there's value there for the yeah. community to continue yeah. to be free, but I'm exploring 
you know, what these other events, like there are certain other things that I'd like to explore more in depth that I can't necessarily do um, for the Money Meetup because it's a small two-hour event. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm exploring those and we're going to be doing two at the top of next year, um, February and March. Oh, there's also a next, there's also going to be a version of the Money Meetup for one of the major universities in Jamaica. So more details on that coming. But yes, yeah, so we'll be having, we'll be hosting a money meetup for them. And then eventually, I guess we'll go to the other universities as well. We'll see how it, how it plays how out. It goes. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. It's just moving more into um, events and wider reach and then still trying to maintain that intimacy through our money meetups and through our Facebook group, which is the Thriving Dollars, Thrive Tribe. Right. And yeah, that's really, that's really what it is. It's just more community, more events and, um, exploring a wider reach. So when is the book coming? The book is not coming next year. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me not say though, because I have like these powerful circle of friends who they just show me up in certain ways. And I'm like, wait, wait, should I be doing this? Yeah. And I'll tell you a quick story too. The money meetup, I had started it in 2016 and I closed the series uh, after about three or four events. I don't remember, but it was really small at the time. Like I started the first money meetup I had was like four people. Mm -hmm. The second was like five. And I was so excited because I'm like, oh my God, we're growing. Like I was (laughs) really excited. Like I had five people that showed up to my events. It was amazing, right? Um. But then the format that I was doing it in, it wasn't sustainable. So it was every single month. Mm-hmm. And what happened is that I would roll from one event into the next and I really had no time to recuperate. Like I put, I put a lot into these events. Like I know y'all show up and it looks good and it sounds good. Yeah. Behind the scenes, it's a lot of, it's a lot. Yeah. And so it wasn't sustainable. So I put, I put the series on pause. It wasn't supposed to be an extended hiatus, but I, that's what it turned into. Mm-hmm. Then when I met up with this with these two women last year, at the top of last year, um, we outlined our goals for 2019. And one of mine was to relaunch the series, the Money Meetup series, mm-hmm. after the new format. That during those two years that it wasn't it wasn't happening, I had been thinking about, all right, this is how. I want to approach it. This is the this is how I'm gonna reapproach it. And so when we had that conversation, you know, there was a date set and I was like, wow. <laughs> so as it was coming down to the date, I'm like, I, oof, I, I just didn't want to be the person in the group who came back with an excuse as to why I didn't establish or I didn't follow through with this one thing that I established as a goal. Right. And so that's how I pushed through and I made it happen. And the relaunch event was so amazing and so successful. Like we had over 50 people there and I was just shook. Like, cause wow. I'm coming from four and five. Yeah. Even when I, when I was having a complete panic attack, when I saw the RSVPs coming in, I called my friend and I'm like, can I just shut everything down and run away? Like, just disappear <laughs> just pretend like when I come back, I'm just going to pretend like this never happened. She's yeah. like, you're not going to do that. I will kick your ass. I cannot fight, but I will kick your ass. Yeah. And then I just kind of, I just kind of pushed through with it. But what she said to me is like, you already started small. Do you want to start small again? Mm-hmm. And I thought, ooh, okay, she's right. I've done small already. But to see the series blossom into four or five people from the first two to now 50, 40, 60. And, yeah. and like, I mean, that completely blows my mind. It just completely. And then to have the people who come on as panelists to share their expertise, like these people are CEOs and 
top managers and it it boggles my mind still but i'm just grateful for the support of my community and i'm grateful for the people who show up and share their voice with my community yeah because like i mean when i came like people were like standing you know only it was pretty pretty big yeah but as i said it was really good and i you know i'm looking definitely looking forward to it and you know everything that thriving dollars has you know coming next year um so i'm really looking forward to that i'm super proud of you you know i mean making these all these international moves i mean like when i saw when i saw the episode um of journey to launch and i said what my friend boss <laughs> I, I don't think i realized how big that was yeah. until i until it was released and i started getting the feedback like in my mind because i had done like so many podcasts throughout the year mm-hmm. so in my mind i was like oh this is really cool and this girl is jamaican too and i did it but then when it was released and i started getting the feedback i'm like wait i think this is yeah you know like it's it's a really big deal i think this is pretty i think this is pretty major like it's still soaking in yeah i I don't think i definitely didn't realize at the time how big it was yeah yeah as i said it was good and as i said i'm really proud i'm really happy for you and i can't wait to see what is happening next and um so I hope that, you know, because I've got some value from this. Definitely going to be buying my gifts after Christmas, buying my yeah. summer clothes after fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, girl, man. Cold and they got to get rid of those spaghetti yes. straps. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> get it for like three dollars. Listen, I literally, I my entire wardrobe consists of like the most expensive thing I bought is probably like a $13 dress. Mm-hmm. Everything else is like two three five dollars and wow. then forever 21 because they're proclaimed to be going out of business mm-hmm. when i went to the stores they had all the clothes for like five dollars at first all the shoes for five all the bags mm-hmm. for five mm-hmm. home decor for three accessories for one dollars right wow. then i don't think they were moving fast enough so then the clothes went down to three accessories <laughs> went for two for one wow. <laughs> yes so I just went in there and I, all the, the kids, like I just got them all of these $1 cute skirts and they mm-hmm. love so much. They don't know it's a dollar. Ex- you know, know, exactly. <laughs> My mom got a cute $3 dress. She turned that into a dress and a blouse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yes. De- yeah definitely so i took a lot from this and i know my listeners will as well and i hope they enjoy this as much as i have always enjoyed talking to you like yes <laughs> always enjoy talking to you so i hope that you have a very merry christmas and a happy new year and i have, hope you have relax you know just just let it oh, soak all that. in <laughs> relax with a full belly and no face to wash i really am with <laughs> that is the vibe <laughs> so thank you again and i'm all the best for the new year thank you so much <laughs> merry christmas to you too happy new year when it comes and thank you again for having me on thank you all right bye bye so that was the episode with kenny shamis from thriving dollars you can find her on Instagram, Facebook. Um, her handle is Thriving Dollars. Um, you can find her all over the place. Um, she has 
her website as well, um, which I will link all of that in the show notes for you to find her. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as adulting101. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, a safe Christmas and a budget friendly Christmas. All right. Bye.